Thanks for checking out Chemistry Connections on the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of HVSPN.com, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions represented within this episode are those of the content creators only. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to Chemistry Connections. My name is Alex Scott, and I'm your host for episode 21, Cookware Chemistry and Glowing Glass. Today, I'll be discussing the history and chemistry behind uranium glass. Today I'm going to be talking about uranium glass, which very broadly is any piece of glass that has had uranium metal oxides added to the glass mix before melting in order to give it a color. Since I'm covering such a wide swath of glassmaking history, there are a few different terms that I'm going to need to use in order to describe the glass that I'm talking about. The first of which is depression glass. Often produced between 1929 and 1939, depression glass is usually clear or translucent and colored. It was usually made by a machine and distributed for free or at low cost in the US and Canada around the time of the Great Depression. Elegant glass is a term used to describe depression glass that was at least partially handmade, often having a cleaner finish, more vibrant colors, and was often more sought out and was never distributed for free. Of course, uranium glass is glass that has uranium metal oxides added to the glass mix before melting in order to give it a different color. Vaseline glass is pretty much the focus of my episode today, which is uranium glass of a yellow or green translucent color. Since many varieties of green glass produced during the Depression era are not Vaseline or uranium glass, the easiest way to determine which is which is by shining a black light on them. Pieces of uranium glass will fluoresce a bright glowing green beneath a black light. The history of uranium glass dates back to at least 79 AD, which is the first recorded use found in a piece of yellow glass in a Roman mosaic in the Bay of Naples in 1912. Starting in the late Middle Ages, pitch blend, which is a uranium ore, commonly known now as uranite, was extracted from bohemian silver mines and used as a coloring agent in their local glassmaking industry. Martin Klaproth, the man who discovered uranium, also experimented with using it as a glass colorant. Uranium glass became a popular trend in the mid-19th century, and its period of greatest popularity came between the 1880s and the 1920s. First major producer of uranium glass is commonly recognized as Austrian Franz Xavier Riedel, who named the two colors that he offered, Anagelb and Anagrün, after the German words yellow, gelb, and yellow-green, gelbgrün, and in honor of his wife, Anna. He was a prolific blower of uranium glass in modern-day Dolny Pulubni, Bohemia from around 1830 to 1848. By the 1840s, many other European glassworks began to produce uranium glass items and developed new and unique varieties. In the U.S., most glassware was made in the Ohio River Valley, where access to raw materials and power made manufacturing inexpensive. This new inexpensive glass was used by food manufacturers and distributors and movie theaters as a incentive to purchase their products. Uranium oxides such as uranium dioxide and triuranium octoxide were often used in American depression glass as a green colorant during the 20th century. 
production of uranium glass in the U.S. stopped abruptly partway through World War II because the government confiscated uranium supplies for the Manhattan Project, which was secretly working to build the atomic bomb. After the Cold War, restrictions on uranium glass production were lifted, and a few companies continued to produce it all the way into the 2000s. However, many older pieces re-entered the market and were marketed as highly collectible items. The most sought-after pieces by collectors were the pieces of Vaseline glass, but what gave them their distinct color? Uranium oxide, like a variety of other metal oxides, can be used to make glasses different colors. For example, compounds like cobalt are famous for their bright blue color when added to glass, and red stained glass continues to be expensive to this day because some of the best red colors are achieved by including small amounts of gold in the glass mix during production. Uranium oxide makes the glass green because it introduces small impurities into the glass. Although clear glass lets through most types of light, it still interacts with them, and impurities can cause different wavelengths to be reflected back at a greater rate than others. So, if you add uranium oxide, the green wavelength of light interacts with uranium atoms and is reflected back. Since uranium was so readily available in pitch blend and other ore mixtures, it became an easy way to add something fun and unique to your glass. Despite being popular with collectors, not all companies used uranium to produce a green color. Other chemicals, such as chromium and iron, can also produce a green color when added to glass. In order to identify uranium glass, collectors usually bring a black light. When a black light is shined on a piece of uranium glass, it fluoresces brightly, creating a strong glow not found in other types of glass. But what about uranium gives it this distinct characteristic? Well, when you shine a black light on a piece of uranium glass, it excites the uranium oxide molecules in the glass. Since the molecule is in a more excited state, it's less stable. And in order to return to a more stable condition, the molecule will release a photon of light as it changes phase. This photon of light is what causes the uranium glass to glow. All in all, these properties make uranium glass a very strange material. When I first learned that some depression glass is made with uranium, I was really excited. I went online and I bought a blacklight flashlight, and when I brought it home and looked at our cabinet with the flashlight on, almost everything in there glowed. It was so strange because uranium has such a complicated history. Who would want to eat from a dish made out of a radioactive substance? I certainly wouldn't have, but I had been doing so for holidays as far back as I could remember. Some of the pieces of glass had been inherited from my grandparents, others had been bought at various different garage sales, and it was so weird to see how all of them just lit up. It also made me a little worried because different pieces of uranium glass had different concentrations, ranging from around 2% to up to 25% of the glass mixture being uranium. However, through my research, I did find that it is generally considered safe to eat off of, and the radiation emitted is not nearly enough to cause any significant damage. Especially for the amount that my family uses this glass, it's not a risk. Uranium glass is most dangerous when it's chipped, cracked, or powderized, and is a carcinogen. To glass collectors, uranium glass has a fascinating history and a wonderful color. However, I find that the history is even more colorful than the glass itself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chemistry Connections. 
For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com.